Welcome to I Learned a Thing in the Bathroom from Dollar Shave Club, where we explain something very complicated in mere minutes to occupy your brain while you shave. In this edition, we'll be answering the question, why do we have friends? As explained by someone who sounds smart because he's British. From an evolutionary perspective, friendship makes very little sense. Most of the skills we've acquired over the course of this process have been to do with either feeding ourselves or mating. And since we're not, generally speaking, either sleeping with or eating our buddies, friendship seemingly serves no purpose. Yet research has shown time and again that humans have a genuine basic need for friends. For what? Like getting a ride to the airport? Or deleting my internet history if I die? The benefits of friendship are bewilderingly varied. Marriages in which both spouses have good friends tend to be more stable than those without friends. A 2016 study found that women with strong ties to friends and family were 64% less likely to die from breast cancer. A Swedish study found that friendship significantly decreased the chances of having a heart attack in men. Elderly people with good friendships are less likely to suffer from cognitive decline and dementia. While it sounds like something you'd see crocheted on a throw pillow, in most cases, friendships really do make us healthier and happier. So, why did we start making friends in the first place? In more ancient cultures, women tended to leave their own tribe to join their husband's tribe. Making friends with the people they met there would be essential for developing a support network for child-rearing and other duties. Men, meanwhile, developed friendships as a way to form alliances and progress up the tribal hierarchy. It hasn't changed much. People still tend to give jobs or assignments to their friends over strangers whenever they can. It's always been a case of who you know at least as much as what you know. So are all friendships just based on us hoping we can get something out of the other person? Humans don't generally keep accurate running tallies of what we're owed and what we owe others in our heads, so clearly there's more to it than just that. But yes, a lot of the basis for our friendships is in reciprocity, as in, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours, even if it's done unconsciously. Think about it. No one wants to be friends with a relentless moocher. So is it just humans who have friends, or do animals do it too? Please tell me some adorable animal friendship stories. Since friendships tend to be based on what are essentially complex social-political motivations, they're only truly found in animals of greater intelligence, including higher primates, some types of elephants, horses and members of the camel family, and a few marine mammals like dolphins. But uh, what about all those stories about, say, a chicken making friends with uh, uh, a blind pig? Aren't these the truest examples of an adorable, heartwarming friendship? Nah. Those are mutually beneficial relationships. It's cute to anthropomorphize them as BFFs, but really, in that kind of situation, both animals are getting something out of the arrangement. Otherwise, they'd leave each other to die in a ditch in a second. What you describe is literally a case of, you scratch my back, I'll make sure you don't accidentally eat your own poo. Today, I learned that animals are cynical monsters. Tune in next time for more I Learned a Thing in the Bathroom. And in the meantime, head to dollarshaveclub.com for more podcasts and a big old pile of grooming products.